The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Today is a great day. I hope all of you are doing well. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And today's episode is all about Codex Organic Label Deception. Later on during the show, I will interview Scott Tips and, you know, to talk to him about this recent Codex um, meeting that was actually held in Canada. And what I'd like to do now is uh, interview... Another guest, Irene Pye, and we will uh, talk about the Arizona March for Medical Freedom, which was recently held here at the Capitol in Arizona on May 18th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And so uh, with Scott, I will be talking about what is Codex. The National Health Federation helps defeat organic label deception at Codex. And special interest rune, the biofortification definition by amending it to include GMO foods. We also will talk about the negative impact of GMO foods on health. And then, of course, I will be talking to Irene about the Arizona March for Medical Freedom. If you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, uh, please send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Your business will get a lot of exposure because Voice America is the largest live Internet radio network in the world, and KFNX is the largest terrestrial radio network in Phoenix, Arizona. And my show has been growing every single month, very consistent, and my show will see be on the network now. In August will be exactly two years, and every month it's been consistently growing. And my show is very different from other health and wellness shows because I cover topics that you normally don't hear on mainstream health and wellness programs. And I have two websites. The first is perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. I do offer hair analysis packages to balance body chemistry naturally. To, you know, to get healthy, it's a natural approach and to increase energy. And then also I'm a health and wellness speaker. And my speaking website is kristenharperspeaks.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, harperspeaks.com. Please check out my hair analysis website because I will be offering this year in the future brainwave entrainment, and also quantum biofeedback. So let me go over Irene's bio. Irene Pye is the Arizona State Director of the National Vaccine Information Center, a local activist and a single mom dedicated to educating our legislators. 
In this role, Irene has helped organize protests at the CDC as well as the Capitol in D.C., organizing a legislative lobby day with participants traveling in from across the nation to meet one-on-one -on -one with federal representatives and senators exclusively to discuss the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986, the exploding vaccine schedule, and the corruption currently within the CDC. Having experienced vaccine injury herself, as well as other family members, she immersed herself into the investigation of this topic, befriending experts top in their fields, reading and attending lectures around the country, spending well over 10,000 hours on the subject in the last 20 years. Irene works at a national level with other state leaders, as well as with local constituents and legislators alike to ensure Arizona exemption laws and the parents' bill of rights are never compromised. It is an honor to have Irene on my radio show. Welcome. It's awesome to be here. I, I tuned in last week when Dell was your guest and uh, just really love what you're doing, Kristen. Thank you for, for giving a voice to this topic and, and reaching out to a community that may not have a lot of information beyond mainstream. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I just always want to get the truth out to people, and I plan to do my show long-term. Just I really want to help people, and I appreciate all the work that you're doing. You're definitely making a difference in this world. And uh, so, and if my listeners who haven't uh, listened to Dell Bigtree's interview, he was on my show last week. It was absolutely amazing. You can go to my radio show page on Voice America. You'll see all my episodes on the right-hand side, tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated. I definitely, if you haven't listened to that episode, please listen to it. It was absolutely amazing. So, uh, Irene, the Arizona March for Medical Freedom uh, was on May 18th from 9 to 1 p.m. Would you just uh, let me know what, what was the purpose of this, this march? So, so, yeah, so even though that was the scheduled time, we did run quite a bit over. I think it went on to, to about 2.30. Okay. Um, because in the final hour, we were able to um, seal the deal with Robert Kennedy Jr. coming out to speak uh, at the event. So we needed to maneuver a few things. And, you know, how it goes with these big events, you have to kind of just adjust to um, new information as it comes up. So the, the point and the aim of it really was, motivated by a friend of mine, Kelsey Curtis, who um, is the group admin, and she created the group Arizona Coalition for um, Medical Freedom. And we had a very busy legislative session, I'm sure, you know, for those uh, listeners that pay attention to mainstream news and broadcasts and whatnot in Arizona, we had three bills that were proactive bills to uh, ensure that our exemptions are protected, our Bill of Rights are honored, and more importantly, that physicians are held accountable for true informed consent. Um, those bills made their way through the Health Committee, passed out of committee, but then stalled before going for further voting. And part of the reason for that was our governor, uh, to, to stay in line with, you know, that the narrative that, that has so prevailed uh, these last few months said that he would veto those bills, these anti-vaccination bills, and, um, you know, that, that just put a kink in, in, in the mechanism that was 
moving forward. And so the the thought was if we bring together the, the parents and, and concerned citizens of Arizona and have a day in front of the Capitol to, to really um, expose our presence and, and that we're just, you know, good families, healthy people saying we're not going to, you know, cower to this paradigm, then we could have a victorious event sharing something positive rather than being on the defensive um, should something else take place in Arizona. And I think we did a, a terrific job. We, we had about, uh, by consensus from um, DPS and, and the high wire um, team, media team that came out to record it, which you can see if you go to Dell's Facebook page or his website, the high wire with Dell Big Tree, that the event in its entirety is has was filmed. The consensus was that we had about 700 people at its peak, and for a first-time event, for a controversial topic, I think that was an incredible showing up of of our people across the state finding their way to the Capitol, and it was impressive. Uh, that's amazing, and um, I appreciate all of your uh, hard work. You're uh, definitely making a difference. And um, would you be able to uh, uh, let my listeners know, like, um, all the speakers? Yeah, sure. So we had a total of nine parent speakers as well, so I, w- I don't have their names off the top of my head. Okay. We wanted to, to give... A- some time for, for their stories to also be witnessed. So we had nine keynote speakers and nine parent speakers. Um, so we had local chiropractor, Dr. Alan Palmer, who has an ebook that everybody should get their hands on. It's free, downloadable. It's called 1200 Studies, 1200studies.com. And he just delved into the research and put together, you know, 1200 studies that, that, clearly uh, affirm that vaccines can be harmful to some, can be dangerous, can cause autism, can be, you know, all of the things that are being uh, pushed back on. But there are plenty of studies that show that we're not just making up stories. It's not a conspiracy theory. So Dr. Alan Palmer and then Dr. Benjamin Benulis, also a local chiropractor, um, he's in Phoenix. He ended up also supporting and assisting us in being the MC. Uh, then we had Brandy Vaughn. She's with LearnTheRisk.org. She's a former Merck pharmaceutical representative that was part of that company when Vioxx was the product that was being marketed and then through its demise kind of woke up to some of the infractions that take place in this, in this exchange between pharma reps and, and physicians. Mm-hmm. So Brandy Vaughn and then we had... Um, Dr. Judy Mikovic, and she is amazing, and she's come here before. She, she goes on a radio show locally here called uh, Freedom Phoenix with Ernie Hancock. Um, she is a whistleblower. Uh, she's been a researcher for most of her life. She worked with HIV-AIDS back in the day and um, discovered retroviruses and vaccines and, and the harm that that's causing, and one of the things that she 
you know, kind of uh, discovered is the impact on these retroviruses for autoimmune disorders, especially as it pertains to chronic fatigue syndrome. She has a book. Um, so if you look at, for Plague, the book, uh, it, it'll come up. It's got a longer title than that, but Judy Mikovits, um is, is amazing. And then Dr. James Lyons-Weiler, He's a bioenvironmental researcher. I am, I'm going to kind of screw up the title, really, because it's so lengthy and, and verbose. So um, he is out of Pittsburgh, and he has also authored several books um, and is the co-founder of the Institute for Pure and Applied Knowledge. So if you go to ipaknowledge.org, you'll find, you'll find that. He, um, one of the books that compelled me to him and, you know, where we start our relationship and friendship is um, called The Environmental Causes, Environmental and Genetic Causes of Autism. And, and he also was completely involved with the paradigm as it is, safe and effective. Most people get it. Nothing happens. And decided to go into inquiry and and delve into a couple thousand research papers, and then wrote this book, which he concludes that vaccines can and do cause autism in a subset of children that have a genetic predisposition for this, you know, onslaught of toxic um, chemicals that get injected into their body that trigger and exacerbate some some other part within them. And then we had um, Del Bigtree, of course. Uh, he was here last week. Del Bigtree is the producer of the movie Vaxxed, or co-producer, I should say, of the movie Vaxxed um, from, we've seen it so many times, it's just Vaxxed the movie at this point. And um, also came to it um, sort of unsuspectedly and unwillingly really looking for vaccines as an issue. And, and has gone on to develop the High Wire show where on a weekly basis he exposes a tremendous amount of information. I, I highly suggest anybody who wants to delve into the, the, the scientific knowledge that, that he's moving forward, go to um, iCanDecide.org. So it's the Informed Consent Action Network, but the, the website is iCanDecide.org. And he has... Two, two places right there that are to, um, to navigate to. One is white papers, and, and it's just, you know, bulky information on vaccine science. And then another link has government, uh, and there you'll access some of what he talked about, the lawsuits that he's been pursuing and exposing a lack of safety science and, and some of the infractions that are part of this, you know, entire scope of uh, vaccinations. Um, so, and in addition, we had three legislators. So, Representative and, Nancy Bartow. And Irene, Irene, I apologize to interrupt here, but we have about uh, less than a minute here until we go to break. Um, okay. And so, uh, would you be able to let my uh, listeners know, like, let's say that they want to know about any future events that you might hold where can they go to get more information and even to assist if, like, if you need help? Right. So, so there are two public pages on Facebook. We don't have a website just yet. We're in the process of creating a 501C. 
So if you go to the Arizona Vaccine Awareness uh, Coalition, there, there's a public page. We post all events on there. And then on a national level, Show Up Day, if you go to showupday.com, so showupday.com, that's another uh, open public Facebook page where uh, not only Arizona events, but national events get posted when they're happening. Okay, and then Irene, would you be able to stay with me like towards the end of the show? I need to bring Scott on to, and he, you know, I don't have too long with him. And then can I bring you back at the end if we have some time? to finish these sure, speakers, and I'd like to uh, talk about your personal story as well. Okay. Okay, thank you so much. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N-HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Hello. I am back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on KFNX. And uh, today's episode is all about Codex Organic Label Deception. And I will be uh, talking to Scott Tips. 
and um, he's actually done some amazing work. Uh, and so let me go over his uh, bio. Uh, Scott Tips uh, attended UCLA, an undergraduate major in history where he obtained his BA degree. Uh, returning to the United States, he then studied law at the University of California, uh, Berkeley School of Law. At Bolt Hall, he was accepted onto the California Law Review, where he became its managing editor and helped to bring that journal back on schedule. After three years of study, Scott obtained his Juris Doctorate degree from Bolt Hall and then quickly took and passed the California Bar Exam. A California licensed attorney, he has specialized in food and drug law and trademark law, but also engages in business litigation, general business law, and nonprofit organizations with an international clientele. Since 1989, Scott has been a board member of the National Health Federation, the world's oldest health freedom organization for consumers, as well as the editor-in-chief of its magazine, Health Freedom News. In 2007, he became NHF president and has been a frequent speaker for the organization and for health freedom on several continents and through many radio and other programs. He, uh, Scott writes a monthly column for Whole Foods magazine called Legal Tips, a column he started several decades ago. Currently, he is primarily occupied with health freedom issues arising from national governments and such international organizations. In that capacity, he has complied, edited, and published a book as well. And um, he also attends Codex uh, meetings worldwide and has attended more Codex meetings than all other health freedom ac activists combined. It is an honor to have Scott Tips on my show. Thank you for that nice introduction. Kristen, I appreciate I appreciate that very much. <laughs> uh, you're most welcome. I'm glad to have you on my show, and um, you've done some amazing work, especially recently. So we really appreciate everything that you're doing to make a difference. And uh, so, uh, if you could uh, explain, uh, especially for my listeners that are not aware of the National Health Federation. What well, is its the mission? Health, yeah, the, and that's a, a good opening question. Thank you for that, uh, Kristen. The um, National Health Federation is the world's oldest health freedom organization. It's been in existence for over 64 years at this point. And whether people out there who are listening to this program know it or not, the NHF has been responsible for preserving a lot of the freedom that we have now, freedoms that are still under attack, uh, but uh, we've gotten fluoridated water out of many community water supplies. We were there defending chiropractors early on when they were being drummed out of business by the American Medical Association and its minions. We were there defending uh, vitamin and mineral uh, supplements, and we were there for Laetrile and these uh, cancer treatments, and we were there for individual doctors who were being persecuted. And then more recently, that is within the last 20 years, we've been at Codex Alimentarius, which is the worldwide body, the international body that 
establishes food standards and guidelines under the auspices of the Food and Agricultural Organization as well as the World Health Organization. And we have been accredited by the Codex Commission uh, since 2002, which means we have a microphone at the event. We're the only health freedom organization, by the way, that's accredited by Codex. And we have a microphone. We can submit to speak out at the meetings. We can submit written documents. And we can interact in real time with the other delegates. And, in fact, that's what we do. And we are known and have acquired a reputation over the last nearly 20 years of being very um, proactive and very assertive at these meetings. In fact, so much so, sometimes the chairwomen or the chairman of the committees don't like to call on, on me at, at the meetings because they know they'll either get lambasted or um, I'll make some other comment that'll rain on their parade. And you had mentioned the Ottawa meeting. This Ottawa uh, meeting is where the excuse me, where the Codex Committee on Food Labeling was meeting to determine a number of issues, but one of which was viral fortification, which was near and dear to our heart. And, uh, you know, might need a little more explanation than that, but I should probably let you get a word in edgewise, so I'll, I'll be quiet for a moment. <laughs> no, I, I'll just let you um, keep talking. I'd like okay. to learn about what happened. Okay, well... You know, if anyone wants to read more about it, they can go to our website, www.thenhf.com. And you were so kind at the beginning to give me a lot of the credit for these victories. And it hasn't just been on the biofortification definition. But I, I must add that a lot of the credit goes to our individual members who donate and get us to these meetings because without them, we wouldn't be able to fly over to China or go to Canada, to Ottawa for these meetings. So they, they are the real heroes. And then also our NHF executive director, Kathleen Carroll, deserves a huge amount of credit because she's helped do the research on a lot of these issues. She's helped corral some of the delegates into our camp to support NHF's position and a host of other things like that that, you know, are really kind of hidden to the public eye, whereas I, who speak out at the meetings, I get the credit. But, you know, that's uh, there's a whole superstructure uh, below me and supporting me that enables me to make those arguments that I do. So there, there's a whole team out there that deserves credit, and uh, we really appreciate all that they do. But getting back to the biofortification definition, the... Um, this was a definition that started out in 2012. Keep in mind, there's an eight-step process between which the, an idea or a concept for a standard is introduced. And at the very end of this eight-step process, it is, um, how shall we say, adopted by the Codex Alimentarius Commission. So this eight-step process can take anywhere from two years to eight years. I mean, some are never adopted because they're never approved because we've been able to beat them in cases of some of the bad ones. But what NHF does is it monitors all of these, and we don't have the financial resources to cover every meeting, but we cover the important ones. And then we speak out on those. Sometimes we lose, 
many times, though, surprisingly enough, we actually win, even though it may take years to win. And on biofortification, when it started out in 2012, this was a definition that was very innocent. It's basically saying that this is a process by which conventional breeding would increase the vitamin and or mineral content of certain foods, staple foods, usually like potatoes, rice, beans, that sort of thing that that are consumed in greater quantity in the third world or the developing countries, as they like to say now. So it was a good thing, and NHF was an initial supporter of it. And keep in mind, too, that this definition, the reason it's important is that if the sponsor of this definition, a company called Harvest Plus, cut this definition in place, it would aid them with worldwide sales. It would lower, it would almost eliminate any international barriers to trade in biofortified, and I say that with quote marks, foods, and that would go across. But what happened is somewhere around 2015, excuse me, 2015, Monsanto and others hijacked the definition and inserted within the definition that GMO techniques, uh, genetic engineering techniques, could be used for these kind of foods, and they could still be labeled biofortified. Well, think about that, Kristen. If, if you or I came across something that said biofortified, we would think that might be pretty healthy. And, in fact, in European countries, you can't even say something as bio. You know, forget the ending of the word, but bio, because that means it's organic. And obviously, GE foods, GMO foods are not organic. So there was a lot of disconnect here, and and NHF turned from a supporter to an opponent of this definition unless they would take out that, um, uh, take out that extra material in there that allowed GMO foods to be called biofortified. Well, this was being considered in the nutrition committee meeting uh, last year, and we actually weren't doing too well. In fact, the U.S. delegate told us in a private conversation that uh, uh, it was inevitable that it would be adopted, the definition would be adopted with uh, with, uh, GMO foods, you know, hidden Trojan horse-like within it. Uh, we didn't believe him. And then at the nutrition committee, it's a little complicated procedurally here, but uh, through Codex procedure, kicked it over to the food labeling committee, uh, which is in, as I just mentioned earlier, in Ottawa, Canada, and hosted by the Canadian government. So we went from Germany, because the nutrition committee is hosted by the German government, over to Canada You know, a few months later, five, six months later, to deal with it there, and we were able to give it a death blow because uh, we had, obviously, the support of the European Union, some other consumer groups, not health breeding groups, but just sort of, you know, general run of the mill, although they're good people there, but consumer groups, sometimes our opponent on dietary supplement issues, sometimes our, our supporters on uh, contaminants and food issues, so it depends on the, on the topic there, but in this case, they were supporting our position and we were supporting theirs. But the bottom line is that we were able to drive a stake through the heart of this biofortification definition at that meeting because there were so many people who didn't want it to go forward. So they ditched it and it's dead and it's gone and it's another victory for NHF. We've been having a victory at Codex almost every single year for the last um, six or seven or eight years now. 
So this has been a, a good run, and uh, perhaps I might have left something unaddressed there. You might have a question about, but that's what happened in Ottawa a week before. Is it? Yeah, a week before last, last week. Yes, um, I just want to thank you and uh, your team and the members for totally making a difference in this world. You guys are doing amazing work. And I encourage my listeners to uh, go to the website, National Health Federation website. And and I really appreciate the most, you know, the, uh, the newsletters that we receive. And I... I'm a subscriber, and they come out with just really uh, great newsletters, uh, you know, especially when it comes to uh, health and wellness. And I, oh, do you mean the, the magazine, Health Freedom News? Uh, we yeah. come out with Health Freedom News. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah but, and there was a recent article by Bill. And, oh, uh, yes. I, I, yeah. It's a very informative. I just really enjoy. Well, thank you. Those. Thank you for that. Yeah, we work hard on that. In fact, we're getting ready to come out with another another issue. And anyone who joins NHF, it's only $45 a year. Anyone who joins NHF gets that magazine mailed to them, um, you know, automatically. If they're in North America, that is, uh, overseas, there's an additional cost because of postage. And then the members can access the magazine online through a special password that they're given if they want to. So they get it almost immediately upon publication. And uh, it does. And I appreciate your mentioning the Bill Sardi article, too. He always has some cutting-edge thing. And I, you might be referring to, well, we sent out a uh, an e-blast with his article on senescent cells and how to eliminate them uh, from... Um, from your body, because those are the things that sort of clog up, gum up the works as we get older. And if you know how to get rid of them, then you'll be a lot healthier, a lot younger, and probably live a lot longer. And he found the research on that that showed how that is done. And that is on our website, the article. I think it's still on the homepage, as a matter of fact. So he's always coming up with something interesting and new. And, uh, well, uh, we're going to these codex meetings kind of to uh, segue back into the codex topic. And the next codex meeting is in uh, July in Geneva, Switzerland. And this is the big daddy or mother, whatever you want to call it, uh, Codex Alimentarius Commission. Now, the Codex Alimentarius Commission is above all these various committees. So when the committee gets to like a certain stage in the process, like step five or step eight, then they send the standard up to the commission for final or, or interim adoption, depending upon whether it's step five or step eight. And so this can be a, a very important meeting. And I will be there, but gosh, if any of your listeners want to help make sure I'm there, we could sure use their support uh, with a donation or even just simply joining, and you can always sign up for our email list for free. And we don't spam people. We don't, you know, sell the names or trade the names or exchange the names or uh, with any other people. So you won't get, you know, they will never get spammed uh, by us. But uh, that's what we have coming up in the in the near future, the Codex meeting in Geneva, Switzerland. And then we have some other things going on. We have in the field... We have one of our um, members, the director of uh, vaccine information, 
and chase biting the California vaccine thing. That's why I found uh, Irene's talk about the vaccine issue quite interesting because Irene is doing what we're doing, but she's obviously focused on on it. She knows a lot of the material. I was learning a lot just listening to her, which was great. And uh, but in any event, we have we have people working on the vaccine issue as well, hand in glove with these uh, other organizations out there fighting, you know, SB 276 and earlier SB 277 in California on the vaccine exemption issue and fighting that evil Dr. Pan in Sacramento, California. Absolutely. Yeah, it encompasses even more than that because we deal with it internationally. Our NHF Sweden organization, I don't know if you know this, um, Kristen, but our NHF Sweden organization actually defeated an attempt to extend the vaccine mandate in that country. And then I flew almost every weekend, but not quite, to Italy to help our Italian NHF members and many other organizations there. Uh, I'm sorry, not many, but several other organizations there with many other members to give speeches in Rome, in Italy, in I mean, in Venice, in uh, Treviso, in Trieste. I was giving speeches there, uh, big rallies. Uh, you may recall in 2017, the summer and into the fall, against the Italian government's desire to extend the vaccine mandate from four vaccines to 12. And uh, that was a big, big battle there. And uh, I flew in, like I said, to Italy to deal with that. So we have our fingers in a lot of different pies. And this is, um, you know, the vaccine issue is one that's near and dear to our heart. The other issue that's near and dear to our heart is uh, the suppression of a cancer cure, the GCMAF, macrophage activating factor, that was available in the UK, in Europe, and then they, the MHRA, uh, the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, suppressed it. They raided it with SWAT team-like people, raided some offices and shut it down. About 200 patients died because they no longer had access to it because the MHRA and its cohorts destroyed uh, perhaps 17,000 vials of the product worth probably about $8 million. And that could have helped people. It was curing 100% curing pancreatic cancer. 100% of the patients who had liver cancer lived. On breast cancer, on colon cancer and prostate cancer, it wasn't quite as successful. It was probably about 70 to 80% successful. But that still beats the pants off of chemotherapy with its you know, laughable success rate of 1.5% to 2.5%, depending upon which study you believe, the Australian one or the American one. So uh, it's really a shame, and we've launched a campaign to get uh, GCMAP back on the market so people can live longer, or at least, you know, get get better. Well, I... Uh I, I feel like you and uh, Irene are like the most perfect guests because I, I truly stand for um, medical freedom, health freedom. Um, each person. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> I'm glad. We need more people like you to get the word out there because the alternative media really stinks. I mean, uh, the alternative media uh, excels in comparison to the mainstream media that really stinks. Excuse me. You guys and gals are the ones who get the message out, and uh, 
the ones, the mainstream media that stinks is the one that uh, really should be um, dismissed entirely. You know, when Irene was talking about the CDC and its corruption, a lot of these institutions are beyond redemption. You know, we always think that the best thing to do is to get, you know, good people in there. But as H.L. Minken said once, you know, to say that the cure uh, for bad government is send more good men into it is like saying that the cure for prostitution is to send more virgins into brothels. I mean, it just doesn't work. And the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, are beyond redemption. So we need the alternative uh, media such as you to get the word out there. So really, kudos to you, Kristen, on, on all that you do to support people like Irene and NHF, uh, the National Health Federation, and to get our message out there. Because without you, we wouldn't be nearly as effective. And on that theme, I would really invite you to, you know, look, and I know you probably have looked at our website, but look further there, and there may be material or people there who could be speakers on your, you could use it on your program, or the persons could be speakers or interviewees on your program, Yes, and uh, might be a good way to get the word out there even, even more. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your kind words, and I plan to do this show long-term to get the truth out to people, and I thank you, your team, and the members for all of your wonderful work, and you take care, thank Scott. Thank you. I so appreciate that. And, uh, you know, keep me in mind to be on your program again. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. And, uh, uh, and we also have other people who can speak as well. Yes, like yes. You yes, you guys are always welcome on my show. You take care. Okay, thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, bye. Okay, so bye. And uh, going to have Irene come back on my show. Here I am. Okay. <laughs> Irene uh, Pye. Oh, that was excellent. It was amazing, huh? I think like both of you together is just uh, perfect for today. Uh, so, Irene, let's just continue our, um, our previous uh, conversation. If you could just like finish with us, go over the other speakers. Yep. yep. So the, the three additional speakers, or there's four additional speakers, three of them are legislators. So um, I was uh, introducing Representative Nancy Barco, who's the chair of the health um, service or the health committee. Yes, and and, and really Irene, I just wanted to uh, let my listeners, especially if uh, any of them came on a little bit later during my program. Right now, I'm talking to Irene Pye about the Arizona March for Medical Freedom that was held at the Capitol. Go ahead. Yep, just just on uh, May 18th, so just a little over a week ago. Yep. Um, so Nancy has taken a lot of backlash uh, in our, you know, there's a narrative that's going on. It's a storyline, and the storyline is vaccines are safe and effective. And aside from them being safe and effective in Arizona and across the country, the health departments are coming out saying that our exemption rates are getting so exorbitantly high, and every state says the same thing. That particular state, Arizona is included, has the highest exemption rates for personal belief exemptions. And these children are putting others in harm's way, and we've all, we've all heard and read it. So she has been kind of uh, put to be the voice of this supposed anti-vaccination movement in Arizona, when in fact what she's asking for is incredibly reasonable and very sensible. So I invite the listeners to find 
find that, um, you know, the speeches that took place on, on the 18th and listen to her and determine, does this sound like anti-vaccine at all? Um, in addition, uh, the bills that she sponsored in the House were, sponsor, were, were uh, introduced in the Senate by Senator Paul Boyer, who is, in fact, my legislative district senator. And he also, you know, has come to the topic, has learned a lot of information and went, hmm, wait, something doesn't seem right. I think parents have the right to determine what is appropriate for the medical care of their children. And the other representative is uh, Representative Kelly Townsend, who also seems to be targeted by the media to make her seem like she's a wacko because she dares to say things that we're all thinking and we all know. And um, she shared the story of her one of her children being vaccine injured. Um, and then, of course, last but not least, uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. was in the final hour able to make it out. And we're just so completely honored that he was um, one of the speakers because he is going for it. He is not relinquishing to any of the backlash, including some that recently came out, um, his family, you know, saying, do as he did, not as he said, not, not as he says. And he is just phenomenally knowledgeable. And he is determined to uh, approach this debacle that's happening right now via legal action against the four largest or the four main uh, pharmaceutical companies that produce the 16 vaccines that are in the childhood schedule because all of them have paid billions of dollars in criminal fines and penalties for just about every kind of crime that a, a corporation could commit. So it's no different if they're committing crimes in every other aspect of their production and their, and their uh, maneuvering through their company's practices, how do vaccines get, you know, the absolute carte blanche of, you know, the Holy grail. <laughs> they they do all kinds of wrong everywhere, but the vaccine department, that one's perfect, perfect and untainted in any way. Um, so that's our lineup. I mean, we had two uh, local chiropractors, three local legislators, uh, former pharmaceutical representatives, two scientists and researchers, and then, you know, Del Bigtree and Robert Kennedy Jr. And um, parent stories, which are just, you know, it's, it's hard for me to fathom that I would hear somebody tell me a story and hear somebody else tell a very similar story. And then on and on it goes now thousands of stories and and my response to that would be well that's just a coincidence there's no way that happened that's such an incredibly induced um narcissistic gaslighting methodology that we have now part of part of our entire country um buying into and swept up in and i'm a big advocate in uh learning and <laughs> educating what I learned. So somewhere along the way, I came in contact with Edward Bernays. Are you familiar with who he is? No. So Edward Bernays is the double nephew of Sigmund Freud. Okay. And he was around at that time. He's, he's known as the godfather of public relations. Okay. So he's the one that instills this new precept of um, promoting a product, not by reducing its price and having a spectacular sale and making it, you know, uh, tangible that way. 
he introduces the storyline, like create a story around the product, and then you get people that are swept up, this, this community uh, mentality that uh, Sigmund Freud, the collective mind, so to speak. So the reason women started smoking was because of Edward Bernays. The reason we have fluoride in water is because of Edward Bernays. The reason we have uh, bacon, the great American breakfast, is because of Edward Bernays. All of them were storylines that he created for a product for an industry, tobacco industry, the pork industry, and the aluminum industry. Fluoride, in fact, is aluminum. Uh, is the, the manufacturing of aluminum produces a waste, and that is toxic waste. That's where fluoride comes from. So it's fascinating. I invite any, anybody who's not familiar with, with his work. He wrote a book called Propaganda, and he released another paper, and I'm, I'm not going to get the name just right, but if you look them up, it'll come up. And this is what we have going on right now in society. We have right now, it, it, I did the research for 25 years worth of measles cases in Arizona, and in 25 years, we have had 77 cases, total cases in 25 years. 31 of those cases occurred in a detention center in 2016, which was the largest measles outbreak that took place in the country at that point. A detention center with over 1,400 detainees, and it, it capped out at 31 cases, including eight of those were staff. They didn't shut down the detention center. And a majority of them, 98%, in fact, are presumed to have been previously vaccinated or reinfected. It, but pre, the presumption is that they were vaccinated because of their countries of origin, because of their titer testing that was so high that it, it indicated a reinfection. So if you deduct 31 from 77, you have 46 cases in the general population in the last 25 years. And... In that same history, you look at, um, I, I made a tiny URL for anybody who wants to visit this. It's tinyurl.com slash MMR. So it's child, V-A-X-V-I-E-W-M-M-R. And that's a landing page for where the CDC tracks the vaccinations. They have it for every vaccination in the childhood schedule. This one particularly uh, opens the MMR for the entire country. And it's a map, and you click on the map, so you click on Arizona, and it'll give you the historical timeline of um, MMR coverage. If you look at that graph, you'll see that for 25 years, we have been at 84 to 93%. All along, nobody was freaking out over, you know, our exemption rates going so high and our quote-unquote herd immunity, which is also a hypothesized uh, precept that it does not, cannot be conferred by artificial interventions like vaccinations. We've yeah. never been at 95%, so it didn't drop. You know, the narrative in Arizona is we're, we're falling below herd immunity. Well, according to this number, we've never been there. And we've managed to keep measles at a total of 46 cases in 25 years. So what is the big, you yeah. know, just mega frenzy, feeding frenzy exactly. towards families that you're not going to get to vaccinate yeah. we're, once and, you choose not to. And we're at the end of my show, and I loved um, okay. 
you coming on today. And if you have any other future events, please keep me posted and we'll have you come back on. Can I just say real quick, there are, not, there are international events, and it's because Scott mentioned the activity in Italy. If, if the listeners go to stopnop.com.pl, okay. it's okay. a Polish site, so you can translate the page, and there's international protests happening on June 2nd across the globe in Poland and Germany and Italy and France and two places in the United States. And I'm asking people to just, through social media and support, use the hashtag International Revolution for Choice, okay. hashtag medical freedom, and, and unite the presence for these people that are just coming out in droves to say enough is enough. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on my show today. Thank you for your wonderful work. This is uh, Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. Uh, please send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Let me know of any future topics that you would like me to discuss on my health and wellness radio show. And also, when you go to PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com, I have uh, two free Get Healthy eBooks. Basically, it walks you through how to get healthy, eating healthy organic foods, eating your organic vegetables, staying away from nightshade vegetables, including potatoes, and also staying away from, you know, reducing your toxic metal exposure, including, uh, you know, toxic metals, uh, toxic chemicals, uh, fluoride, drinking spring water, and staying away from pork and eating complex carbs, including... uh, Uh, brown rice, quinoa, and more. And I just wanted to mention real quick before I end the show, um, in in terms of uh, Scott bringing up the cancer remedy, I don't know too much about it, but I will say um, if you go to my websites, my approach is all about hair analysis, brainwave entrainment, and quantum biofeedback. And it's all about medical freedom. I'm so glad I had these two guests on today. They were absolutely amazing. And I'm wishing all of you a wonderful week and make sure you tune in next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Take care. Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern time and 3 p.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.